Welcome to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Christian Basil, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is God is doing a new thing. Following our 75th anniversary celebration, St. Michael is refreshed and renewed for a bright future. Now God is calling us to make new commitments in our faith and in our community. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 6, verses 12 through 26. Now during those days, Jesus went out to the mountain to pray, and he spent the night in prayer to God. And when day came, he called his disciples and chose twelve of them, whom he also named apostles, Simon whom he named Peter, and his brother Andrew, and James and John, and Philip and Bartholomew, and Matthew and Thomas, and James son of Alphaeus, and Simon, who was called the Zealot and Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. He came down with them and stood on a level place, with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea, Jerusalem, and the coast of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all in the crowd were trying to touch him, for power came out from him, and healed all of them. Then he looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice on that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven, for that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. Here ends the reading. Have you ever heard the term, too blessed to be stressed? It's a pretty common phrase in some Christian circles, and one which can carry some different meanings. After all, we should always count our blessings and realize how much grace we have been given, even in dire circumstances, or something like that. But I take issue with this phrase because it almost asks us to ignore the reality that we are in. Things stress us out. Just try ignoring everything that stresses you out for a month and let me know how that goes. Chances are, it will backfire and multiply your stress many times over. So what then does it mean to you to be blessed amongst all of this stress? I don't really know that a blessing removes all of the bad things in life that happen. 
blessing does not remove all of the things that confront us. After all, God doesn't simply take away the valley of the shadow of death, right? God comforts us. God comforts us, protects and guides us, prepares for us a place at the end. Blessing makes it possible for us to make it through the struggles. Blessing is forever. Struggle is temporary. And here, Jesus tells us about four blessings and four woes. Those who are poor, hungry, who weep, and who are hated, they are blessed. Why, though? Why are they blessed? If they're blessed, shouldn't they be rich, full, laughing, and loved, like Jesus curiously says in the woes? I think we have to take a step back here and look at the larger picture. The things we have and the food we eat are not really the blessings. It's that something happens to put food on our table that is the blessing. If we are full and rich, do we only see the wealth as a blessing? Or do we also stop and see the need and the hunger of those around us? Do we remember how we got that wealth? Do we simply give to other people a meal to hold them over? Or ought we not always work to create a system where there is no hunger or need instead? How do we use our blessings to truly help others? Here, Jesus does not call for a simple reversal of one's fortunes. Instead, he reminds us that God's blessings work to root out the very problems that are listed from the bottom up and brings those who are in need through the struggles that they face. So these four groups of blessed people, it is that God is with them through their hardships and always moves them towards the full blessing of the kingdom of God. For those groups to which woe is proclaimed, Settling into the effects of your blessings and not realizing where they come from or not realizing that they're the best that ever can be might lead you away from God. I'm sure that we have all faced uncertainty and struggle in our lives. And I wonder if we see the things that God is doing in our lives. I wonder if we see how Christ walks with us through a difficult time and that that is part of the blessing that is more fulfilled and noticeable at the end. Think about it this way. Have you ever adopted a hobby and tried to do too much all at once? I am frequently very guilty of this. I'll get an idea for some kind of project and it looks just great in my head and I never really want to go through the process of learning all the steps to get there. I want to do it all at once. I did this with writing icons, deciding one day that I wanted to paint an icon and so I picked out the most complicated thing that I could find and looked it up on YouTube and started. Common sense would say to start small, but I often want to test the water by jumping in with both feet. And my lesson is always the same. Don't ignore the time, the blessing, of learning to do something new. 
Don't ignore the blessing of God doing something new in your life. The change is always part of it, and it starts from where the change needs to happen, at the very beginning. Blessings start from the point of the greatest need, not where you think you already have everything in this life so abundantly. As Christians, we do not seek out love from everyone else. We seek to love everyone. Much of that will be difficult, but a blessing takes us from point A to point B. It moves us through the difficulty into something new. And while those around us may not like that move or the end result, we love them with the same love that has blessed and supported us all along. May you take notice of the many blessings in your life today and always seek to share in that blessing with others that makes all things new. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name. Amen. Amen.